When talking with managers about giving feedback, we often hear comments such as, I did not sleep the night before. I just wanted to get it over quickly. My hands were sweating and I was so nervous and they don't pay me enough to do this job. We find that because of this anxiety, some managers resist giving their direct reports any kind of critical feedback at all. But what's worse than that is that we discovered that there is a larger problem than the lack of corrective feedback because even more managers are avoiding giving praise. Today, we are explaining the data behind what this is doing to individuals and organizations and how to make a course correction. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zinger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Rihanna Corin, and joining me today is leadership legend, Jack Zenger. Hello, Bree. Hi, Jack. So I actually have never asked what your preference is for giving feedback. What type of feedback do you tend to give the most? Hmm. Well, maybe it's because I've been a student of psychology all my life. But I learned a long time ago that both animals and human beings repeat things for which they get rewarded. So I'm a big fan of giving appreciation and recognition, much more than pointing out where people fail or fall short. There are times when correction is necessary and beneficial but that should not be the main course. Yeah, and I would agree that um, I think that is absolutely true, having worked with you for many years. <laughs> well, one of the most difficult parts of a manager's job is giving feedback. In a survey of over 7,631 people, we asked whether they believed that giving negative feedback was stressful or difficult and a whopping 44% agreed that yes, it is stressful and it is very difficult. And, you know, we find that because of this anxiety, some managers resist giving their direct reports any kind of critical feedback. When you asked a different group of 7,808 people to conduct a self-assessment, 21% admitted that they avoid giving negative feedback. Are you surprised by that? No. And given how unpleasant giving critical feedback can be, perhaps that shouldn't be surprising to us. But what we were really surprised to see is that even more people admitted that they avoided giving positive feedback. 37% of the people who took our self-assessment conceded that they don't give positive reinforcement. That's surprising. Yeah, we can only conclude that over one-third of managers feel that it's their job to tell their direct reports where they've done something wrong or failed to accomplish some needed task. They think it's their job to correct them when they make a mistake, but that taking time to provide positive feedback, oh, that's, that's very optional. We think this is a real mistake. Our research suggests that colleagues place a great deal of emphasis on receiving positive feedback, and that it indeed colors their relationship with each other even more than giving negative feedback. Well, in one study that you did, you compared 328 manager self-assessments 
with results from 360 degree feedback surveys. And each leader was rated by on average 13 respondents on a variety of behaviors, including gives honest feedback in a helpful way. And the raters who thought a person was effective in giving feedback were most influenced by a leader's comfort and willingness to give positive reinforcement. Now, whether the manager gave negative feedback did not make a difference unless the leader avoided giving positive feedback. This was also true when you looked only at the ratings of direct reports. So in other words, managers are seen as more effective when they give praise. Yes. And when we looked only at the manager's self-assessments, we saw kind of a different story. There was a strong correlation between people who believe they give honest, straightforward feedback and those who give negative feedback, regardless of whether they also give positive feedback. Leaders obviously carry some incorrect beliefs about the value and benefits of different forms of feedback. They vastly underestimate the power and necessity of positive reinforcement. And conversely, they greatly overestimate the value and benefit of negative or what some would say corrective feedback. In all, they really, they, they misjudge the impact that negative feedback has on how they are perceived by their colleagues and their bosses and their direct reports. Giving only negative feedback ultimately diminishes a leader's effectiveness in the eyes of others and it doesn't have the effect that they believe it has. I find that so interesting that in those self-assessments, the managers see themselves as more effective when they're giving criticism. That is, that's just so interesting. And I think, you know, we need to take a second and unpack all of this. Perhaps in an effort to provide employees with what they believe is direct honest feedback, managers who prefer giving this negative or corrective feedback may come across as only looking for what's wrong. I mean, a common complaint among employees is the fact that managers are quick to criticize and slow to praise, that common phrase that you hear. So why are managers, why are they so hesitant to give more positive feedback? Well, I wish we knew. We don't have definitive answers, but our work with leaders suggests that there could be a variety of reasons. Perhaps it starts with the perception that the really good managers are the tough graders who are not afraid to tell people what's wrong. Second possibility, they may believe that giving direct reports positive feedback will encourage that person to kind of let up or coast or, or worse yet to ask for a raise. Another likely reason is that they are emulating their prior bosses who gave to them little praise, but who pointed out any mistakes or weaknesses. You know, I believe older generations are more inclined to believe that it's a sign of weakness to praise subordinates. I'm also convinced that in many cases, they just don't know how to effectively deliver appreciation or praise. Finally, it may be that they intend to give kudos, but they get so busy that the days slip by and they never just quite get around to sending out that note of praise for a job well done, to call them on the phone or just drop by their office or their workplace 
to talk and and pass on that praise. So how can a leader be quicker to praise? What can they do about that? Well, giving positive feedback is really quite simple. It's okay if it's brief. It just needs to be specific rather than a general remark of good job. And it ideally occurs soon after the praiseworthy incidents. Of course, it can also be best when it's sincere and very heartfelt. Our findings suggest that if you want to be seen as a good feedback giver, you should proactively develop the skill of giving praise as well as criticism. Giving positive feedback shows your direct reports that you are in their corner and that you want them to win and to succeed. Once people know that you are their advocate, it will also make giving criticism a lot less stressful and a lot more effective. The 90th Percentile and Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin, Jack Zanger, and Joe Folkman, and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.